0: All right. Very nice. Now, here we go with Dutsu. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Today, we'll be discussing the Nintendo GigaLeak, what the next generation of consoles have to offer us gamers. In a new segment, I'm calling Exqueeze Me. All that and more on today's steamy, piping hot bowl of dude's soup. I am joined today by Alana Pierce and Elise Willems. Thank you for joining me today. Anytime. Hey John. Um, how y'all doing?
1: It's very hot. Very normal. Just just hot mostly.
2: Really? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh.
1: Well, I just cooked. I- and I did oh, okay. accidentally uh, set off my fire alarm. I uh, didn't light anything on fire, but I guess it got smoky. And my PC is right at my feet. Uh, it's just very warm.
2: Nice. Did you have well, that'll be great your... come winter. Yep. Did you have to turn on your PC fans to like, help the smoke I <laughs> could have helped. Dissipate. No, I just
1: like did the classic like, wave something in front of it. It only lasted a couple of seconds, and then it went away. But I'm just sitting there like trying to cook my chicken in between two streams, being like, oh, God. We made
0: it. <laughs> well, yeah, you did make it. You're here on Dude Soup. Mm-hmm. That's the show. <laughs> how are how are you doing, John? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for asking, Elise. I'm having uh, you know, things are looking up. Things are coming up, John, as I like to say. Cool. I coined that. That's not from The Simpsons. No. Um, but yeah, I'm having a good time. Uh and I'm excited to talk about our topics today. Yes, yeah, same. Are ready?
1: Yes, let's do it. <laughs> I'm very curious. Say
0: these, are,
2: these are top pick topics.
0: Oh, nice. that <laughs> they are. Have y'all e- even <laughs> heard about this Nintendo Giga Leak? I did. Why are I you have, talking? You're talking yes. a I don't, lot yeah, I'm a different person right <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm
1: trying to figure out.
0: I'm just it out. so happy to be here with y'all. Okay? Okay. Um. So Can for I those say, that um, oh, oh, yep.
2: you you've been doing us you have a bit of a southern twang mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. as such you keep saying y'all which is common vernacular I always say y'all totally fine I don't ever really feel comfortable using the word y'all I'm from Canada mm-hmm. you know hey y'all it doesn't really feel natural but what I do really appreciate about it is it's a gender neutral pronoun yep. 2020 so, so I'm always twisted on that because I I do generally say like hey guys thinking it's pretty Mm-hmm. Pretty general. I don't you, know how here's you, another, feel on you the can subject. say my peeps. My peeps is good.
0: Dogs?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like Alana. Dogs. Being from Australia, do, do you have Kettins, any thoughts kittens. on y'all?
1: I would never say hey y'all, but we do say y'all. Hmm. Do you I have an Australian say in a equivalent way? of y'all? Use It's awful. Yeah, I'd be like what what you use yeah. up to. It's why yeah. I Use guys. <laughs>
2: Use guys's use,
1: yeah. How what are you doing? <laughs> hey, yeah, use it's guises. it's a, it's a slang that I hate.
0: <laughs> um, isn't in in like uh Pittsburgh or something, it's yinz? It's like the that's I'm I'm not joking, I don't I understand. believe you, I just it. Hate doesn't it doesn't seem natural at all, but I'm pretty sure it's in some boroughs of Pittsburgh. Ooh. Y-I-N-Z yin's is the uh, what's y'all?
1: Yeah, no, okay. It's already grown on me. It's all right. Can when you <laughs> say it, it's not that fast. Can one
2: of um, you use it in a sentence?
1: Uh. Well, it'd be what she's doing. <laughs> oh, what was that, Nick?
2: Are you from <laughs> Pittsburgh, Nick?
1: That's amazing. Uh, That's Nick RTV. Nice. Uh huh.
0: Well, very cool. Thanks, Nick. We have a oh, genuine. Oh, well, this is going
2: to make no sense.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, we got this Nintendo Giga Leak, y'all. Um. For those that are not aware <laughs> of what it is, um, it was first posted to 4chan on Friday. Oh it is a Nintendo Giga Leak, as it's been dubbed. It's a deluge, deluge, <laughs> Of internal data dating back 30 years, including development repositories, master ROMs, and tons of beta content that never made it into games. There is so much data that people are still combing through everything, and new discoveries are being made every day since the leak. Um, Has
1: Nintendo said anything about it? Because they historically do not say anything about anything.
0: Are Earlier they today, anything they had yet. not. They? Yeah, they had not, still not. Uh, responded. Um, what do y'all think about that? Like, have y'all seen the, what, what? what's with it, y'all? Have you seen the, uh, like, what's coming out of it? It's pretty cool.
1: I mean, I'm all about Luigi. They found mm-hmm. him yeah. in Super Mario 64, finally, rumor confirmed. That's an exciting one.
2: <laughs> and that was yeah. great because I guess there was an interview with Miyamoto, maybe, where he was like, yeah, we just didn't, we worked on Luigi, just didn't have the room for him.
0: Oh, Really? Yeah, yeah, just didn't fit. Interesting. I
2: but, mean, they uh, did
0: add him into Mario 64 DS.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, did they? I didn't
0: know uh, that. Yeah, it's him, Yoshi, and yeah. one other playable character.
2: Isn't it like you get to the top of the, on top of the castle, and then you find Yoshi? Mm-hmm. And then, do you find
0: Luigi up there too? I don't know. I never played it. Oh. <laughs> I just know that Excellent. on the re-release that they they added some stuff. Um. Now, it's, it's interesting because this leak isn't anything from like stuff that's in development. This is all old school stuff. And what I thought was interesting was that um, you know, in the early 2000s when Iwata was elected president and CEO of Nintendo, he started this series uh, of developer interviews called Iwata Asks, uh, which gave us a candid glimpse into the development of many upcoming titles. But before that... In the 80s and 90s, when Hiroshi Yamauchi was running the show, Nintendo was notoriously secretive about their internal practices. And this leak provides a rare insight into into those earlier days of Nintendo development. Could you tell that I had pre-written that and I was reading it? (laughs) That wasn't (laughs) candid? Nope. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, Yeah, that's like... uh, you know, I've learned through like Gaming Historian and a lot of these uh, different kind of edutainment videos that the information on stuff from the NES and SNES days is scarce. And like it's all kind of has to be pieced through short interviews here and there from developers. And a lot of the stuff uh, actually came out from the Iwata Asks interviews where they were talking about their past uh, the past uh, games that they'd worked on uh, because that was how kind of secretive they were. You know, that was during the time of like the Sega Wars, the console wars. Good um, times. So they, yeah, they really weren't opening up about any of that stuff. But
1: usually when leaks happen, cool. yeah, usually when leaks happen and it's, it's felt like a, a title that people don't know about or like in the case of The Lost of Us Part Two, where there's like massive spoilers leaked, Um, I feel mm-hmm. bad for the studios yeah. Uh, this one I kind of don't feel bad for. I'm like Nintendo has hidden things from people for a very long time. I don't feel like it hurts any current projects unless I've missed something more recent. Um, it's actually just like very cool stuff for everyone to know that I kind of wish that we <laughs> had access to earlier. Obviously they don't want yeah. people modding their games or messing around and things, but people have been doing that to Nintendo games for a long time now. It's not like that's changing anything. It just yeah, this one just seemed more cool than anything. But I also have to wonder how the hell it happened.
2: Exactly. Yeah. My like you, my knee-jerk reaction was, should I have an ethical response to this? Should I feel like this is compromising, you know, someone's work in some way mm-hmm. uh, and what they've poured their heart and soul into? And then I thought, no, actually, like, you know, it feels like it's past the statute of that time being an issue. And it does feel like someone just found a treasure chest buried in the desert. Yeah. And, you know, open this tomb that has all this magical information in it. Um, I hope that it just, it becomes preserved in some way, you know, yeah. whether it's yeah. like in, in a, you know, it becomes some exhibit online or museum or in an archive or somewhere. And for me, I, I wish that, you know, a lot of these creators, directors like uh, Miyamoto would go back and kind of do these tell-alls. But I think a lot of them don't have that kind of like sense of self-import as well.
3: Where, like, they look Mm -hmm. back
2: at it and think, you know, yes, I loved what I did, and I, but I, it doesn't feel like more than just, oh, I was working hard on something. Like, they don't, Mm -hmm. they don't kind of give, they don't feed into the ego of their own work, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that, yeah.
0: In that regard, I did see recently a report that, like, the Nintendo executives have, like, you know, I think they get 1 million. A year or something, and then compared to the American CEOs that are getting like a hundred million a year, it's so how, it's just yeah. kind of like, yeah, that like you know they don't have these yeah, like you said, these huge egos around what they do and feel I that they should have the world.
1: It's probably also company policy that they're just not allowed to. I know that um Sony is similarly pretty secretive and like very tight knit when it comes to PR and marketing stuff that they're probably just not allowed to talk about it. And yeah, I mean, I'd probably want to. Look more into how Nintendo, how the devs feel about this stuff. But uh, same, Mm -hmm. same as you said, Elisa was like, should I feel bad about this? But my immediate reaction is actually, this is super cool. Am I gonna launch stuff? Yeah, would have otherwise.
0: (laughs) Well, at least uh, one of the developers of, uh, I think Star Fox Two, yeah, Dylan Cuthbert, actually responded to a tweet that someone posted a screenshot of. Like it's a CSS or C tool, Um, just something for coding. And Dylan Cuthbert, who was a developer on Star Fox 2, responded WTF, I haven't seen this tool I made for Star Fox 2 for almost 30 years. I wrote it in early C to teach myself the language more than anything else. Where the hell have hackers got all this obscure data from? So it's like, yeah, it's like how obscure is all this stuff that it's like just a C++ tool for, you know, it looks like it's for writing out messages in Star Fox. It's ridiculous. Like was all this the stuff stored. that's in it. Like,
1: it is really surprising that this wasn't on hard drive somewhere. Yeah. Rather, it was it was on a server. Like, it's so strange.
0: Yeah, but I, I mean, yeah, that's the <laughs> that's, thing. Like, where could it have come from? Was it really a hacker that broke into Nintendo's or servers leak? and and pulled it? Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: it all feels like very backwards, alternate universe Mandela effect stuff, too. Because, mm. um, mm-hmm. like, I know that we've we've seen Yoshi prototype stuff in the past, but when you, when you do go back and you look at that weird Yoshi. Art, it's like, ugh. Like you, yeah. your 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 brain knows Yoshi so well that it gives you a visceral visceral reaction looking at it. At least for mm-hmm. me, it did. Yeah. Um, and then stuff like the Ocarina of Time mini boss or whatever that they had like the prototype. It it just all feels so weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that big
0: gold knight. Yeah. Yeah. There's a in like here's just kind of a highlight of some of the craziest stuff they've. Found, in my opinion, uh, I actually found it like a, a link that was they're just like categorizing everything that's been found so far. Mm. And the list is just growing. Um, one of them, they found a full <laughs> master ROM database for all American and Japanese Famicom NES releases, even like the Nintendo World Championship 99 cartridges and stuff like literally everything. Um, And then prototypes for a bunch of different games like Super Mario Kart, Yoshi's Island, Star Fox 2, and prototype assets from a bunch of other games. Um, One that I thought was really interesting was there was a prototype of a game that was titled Super Donkey. And the protagonist resembles Stanley the Bugman from Donkey Kong 3. Yeah. It's like this I weird... I
2: don't even know who that is.
0: <laughs> Donkey Kong 3 was like this weird... You play as like a... I never like played a, it. Uh, like an exterminator and you it, have like a it's little... It's like a Rayman style. Oh, gotcha, okay. Thing. Yeah, and things are flying from above and you're just shooting up. It's just a... It's like a simple arcade game. Oh. Uh, but you're shooting up at the bugs. It's Donkey Kong. <laughs> it's like, What? <laughs> Yeah. Um, I'm looking
1: at a YouTube video of it right now that is titled The D-Apostrophe-Onky. The
0: yeah, donkey The dough. <laughs> do <laughs> Uh There's another one. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Currently, it's all just people that are combing through it all, tweeting out, like, a video or pictures here and there. Yeah,
1: it's like yeah, a it's real like, community effort.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not really being aggregated. I haven't seen it being aggregated anywhere except just the list of stuff on that one doc I found. Uh, but there's this other one... Uh, that's really funny. It's a uh, mini game for Yoshi's Island where your baby Mario or well, I guess you your you play as a Yoshi helicopter. It's like a Yoshi shaped helicopter. And then baby Mario is handing off missiles to this Yoshi helicopter, which you then drop on like enemy bases. And it's like, I'm trying like, to look what, at that. What is this? Because um, I haven't. Oh, my dog. God.
1: Yeah. Because there are too many games. Wow. This helicopter one is something. It does yeah. seem like a
2: lot of the <laughs> stuff is like abandoned mini games. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reading another article that I guess the Luigi part of part of having Luigi and Mario sixty four originally was because the intention was to have mini games that you would play with oh. Mario Luigi. And I don't know how much of this is just like conjecture or someone reading into it, but mm-hmm. the other the other theory, or maybe this was actually confirmed by someone at Nintendo, was that. Uh, that part of the reason they didn't include Luigi in these mini games was because it would have had, it would have warranted people having to go buy a second controller
0: Hmm. at launch. And,
2: and Nintendo thought like that was too much to ask of the audience. Wow. Yeah. To like at launch, have them buy this game and then be like, but to me in 2020, I'm like, Oh, that's the that's the perfect maneuver. Yeah. To get to yeah. upsell your controllers. Oh, it's also Joy-Con you know, I, is so
1: damn expensive. <laughs> How Nintendo yep. changed.
2: Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> it's crazy. I wanna take a look but at yeah, this other I mini mean, uh, There's the helicopter one. This is just by someone called Potato Tito. Um, who's been <laughs> publishing all of these. <laughs> Which again, like it's very cool that this is a community involvement thing. I really hope there's no lawsuits because Nintendo has had a history of being Oh, it's basically the same, just a different map. Um, Mm -hmm. Just being really selective about how they approach online content creation. You know, they had uh, some pretty brutal restrictions when it came to YouTube videos and streaming pretty early on before anyone else did with a Nintendo creator program. Um, They seemed sort of against it for a while. So I hope that that the people who have even been sharing the stuff that's been leaked don't get in a ton of trouble for it. Because I feel like technically Nintendo probably has the right to take it down. I'm not sure exactly how that would work legally, but... yeah.
0: I mean it's what crazy. I what I think is so interesting is that this is it, a lot of it is just like code and like source code for stuff that people are having to compile. So it's literally just like anyone, I'm not I'm not condoning you go do this, but anyone can just go and download all the files and then, you know, start going through it all and like that's what's currently happening and that's how this all this stuff is being found is just yeah, like a communal effort. It's just, it's not like all the hackers are doing it. Like literally anyone with some technical knowledge could start going through it and find some stuff. Well, it's it is cool. worth
1: noting. And this is like the one thing that I think is the biggest downside of this whole thing. Um, internal emails were also included in the leak, which could potentially include Ooh. personal information, which is like that part of it is very bad and we don't want that leak. Yeah. Obviously. Um, yeah, there are definitely some some major downsides. And I just came across a tweet from, this is from Mike Micah, who said, Real Talk, this Nintendo leak is bad on so many levels. It hurts them, it hurts fans, and it turns the topic of preservation into a topic of security and tightening the grip on intellectual property regardless of its historical that's or educational That's a great way of looking at screen, it. Is that
0: is a, yeah. Fair. Um, I don't know. That if, is a, yeah, that's cool. a really, yeah. everything I was reading was just like, look at all this cool stuff. I'm gonna do 180. That's actually a great
2: take. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do 180. 180, y'all. I agree. We need to squash this. <laughs> there, are
0: That is an outsides. I wasn't a, aware of any of the way. personal data. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. That's I mean, bad. that's that's
0: awful. Um,
1: I don't know that I feel like necessarily this having this information can hurt the industry, but I, I do agree with the the quote again from Mike Micah. I think he's um, a Digital Eclipse developer who said. Yeah, the topic of preservation becomes a topic of security. And that is something that, that could have a ripple effect throughout the industry. Because this is a massive leak. And it, and didn't they just yeah. have another leak like a couple of months ago?
0: I, I think there was another one pretty about, recently yeah.
1: that had like some PowerPoint did, presentations yeah. and stuff like that. So there's definitely a security issue going on here. But, you know, obviously I don't want this to happen to them. I don't know. Now I'm split. I've well, confused myself. <laughs> yeah, because t- when Let's, I think about
2: it, I'm like, what would be the the aftermath uh, or the reaction to this, it would be that um, developers, publishers, tighten up their security and lock it down even more. But I feel like it's already... Like, the major publishers, developers are already pretty locked down.
0: hmm Yeah. You know? So I... Well, yeah, here's the thing. The community reaction has been almost entirely... pot, Like, crazy yeah. positive. Right. Everyone's loving it. So hopefully companies see that and go, okay, like, you know, this was a bad security leak. Like, that's bad. Tighten up our security. But, you know, just like the CIA releases stuff about UFOs after a certain amount of time, <laughs> they should so be releasing the same, stuff yeah. <laughs> and letting people go through it. The crazy thing is, you know, um, I think I've talked about this before. It's something I get up on my soapbox to talk about. When copyright was originally created way back in the day, there's a very short timeline. It was basically created so that, um, like, if someone invented something and tried to start selling it, a giant company couldn't come in and outsell them. Mm-hmm. So it was, you, could, you only had your copyright for, like, a year, and then it went into public domain so that everyone could remix it, build upon it, and improve it and innovate. And then Disney um, came in, but,
1: right?
0: Yeah, slowly over the course of decades and decades – They slowly changed the bills, changed the laws until now it's this thing where everyone, anything with your IP um, is like yours for a long time and no one can do anything with it. And it's like personally for me, I think that after a certain amount of time, maybe even a much shorter amount of time, things should go into the public domain and people should be allowed to. Use that stuff to be creative, to innovate, to learn. Like, I think it's silly that all this stuff is just being locked in a vault and never being shared with the world, you know?
1: I'm strongly in agreement where, like, innovation and learning comes in. But I also think that, like, in theory, with certain markets, especially like cartoons, you know, it. it I think Disney pushed it because they were worried about what people would do with Mickey Mouse. It's like, I would prefer yeah. there to be more restrictions so that we get more diversity of characters and... Like some, some restrictions, because otherwise everyone would have used Mickey because he was so well-known that it's a safe bet. If yeah. you release a movie with yeah. Mickey Mouse in it, then it's going to do well. So I feel like it. Uh, if, if there are no restrictions at all, then it discourages creativity yeah. in a really similar way. But like as far as learning is concerned, <laughs> yeah, I feel like release the stuff that people can learn from and, and build on for sure. But I, I don't think it could be like totally um unvetted there has to be some some restriction error every single cartoon is going to have mickey mouse in it basically was what they i were say about.
0: anarchy all right <laughs> anarchy it is i um, think from the
2: perspective of fandom and gamers put these these games and these characters on pedestals and romanticize them and build lore around them and theories and it's kind of you know a fascinating payoff when 30 years later your theory comes true, you know, stuff like, e- the e- you know, fabled ET cartridges being buried, like, yeah. it, you know, the, when oral histories come out, or when these, like, leaks happened, and something is validated, or it's just, like, some new piece of information that adds to the lore and the mystique, like, it's just kind of a really cool, uh, like, zeitgeist thing to be a part of, yeah, right? yeah, like, I can't help but feel excited about it.
1: The Luigi Luigi 64 thing totally got me like that because that had been rumored for so long that Mm -hmm. seeing that actually happen and and seeing a video of Luigi running around in that world was like, oh, my God, it happened. That's the best. (laughs) He did it. Yeah. Finally. (laughs) Um,
0: Look at you guys. Anyways, uh, I think we're all excited to see, you know, security issues aside. We're all excited to see what else comes out from this leak because – I hope there's going to be even more amazing discoveries. Um, now, perfect segue. It's time for uh, an ad read. Oh. <laughs> a word from our <laughs> sponsors. If you're listening right now, you cannot see the awesome new sunglasses I'm wearing. They're from a company called Rain, and they are slick as all heck. I got the Remy 49s in matte black with a matte brindle leg finish. That's right. They're quite the classy bad boy look, if I do say so myself. These are handmade frames. And you know what? That makes all the difference. And they have polarized, high-quality Carl Zeiss lenses that are the best in the industry. You all know I have a bad boy image to keep... You all know I have a bad boy image to keep up, and these high-quality sunglasses really make it work. Rain's style and super lightweight frames make them comfortable and super versatile. I can wear these anywhere. It's no wonder GQ called Rain one of the best sunglasses for men in 2020 and why stars like John Hamm, James Harden, me, John, number one bad boy, And Wiz Khalifa all love rain. Do what I did and get yourself a pair of rain sunglasses at rain.com and use the promo code DUDE to get 20% off your first order. That's R-A-E-N.com promo code DUDE for 20% off your first order. Rain.com promo code DUDE. Bad boy John Smith out. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Nintendo is out. The future is here. That's right. We are looking at what the Xbox Series X and the PS5 have to offer us wonderful gamers. Mm -hmm. Because as you know, last week was the Xbox Games Showcase. And a week or two before that was PS5 Games Showcase. So I think it's high time we look at. What's on the menu, and decide what restaurant we're gonna go to.
2: <laughs> can I get, bu- can I have double dinner? <laughs> That's no. That's my plan.
1: That's absolutely my plan. <laughs>
2: That's my plan. Double but, dinner.
1: I think we're in a cool landscape, where those are concerned. Where um, I'm seeing a lot of like criticism levied at both companies for making the same kind of games. Like for a long time, people have been like, oh, "Sony just make." Cinematic sad boy games with a bunch of nice pretty cutscenes and Microsoft just makes shooty multiplayer garbage And I'm like, but this means we get two different kinds of games Because yeah. both of these companies seem to have massively different strategies at this point where Xbox is going um, From what we can see though, they did say, you know, stuff like Fable will be single player, not an MMO as that terrifying rumor said um, You know, they have they have games as service games, multiplayer games for sure as a focus and PlayStation, uh, I mean, I'm so excited about Miles Morales. That looks so good. Um, and then Horizon oh, yeah. uh, Forbidden West. Like, it it just seems like getting lots of different games because they both have literally completely different strategies at this point. And I'm happy about it.
0: Mm-hmm. How about you, Elise? What are you thinking? Nintendo for life?
2: Yeah, I'm kind of long over the console war concept. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's you know, make your decision on which console you're going to buy based on you know what services they provide that might appeal to you. Game, Game Pass is giving Xbox, I think, a major advantage to people who can't make out uh, and buy those AAA games every release. And also, you know, choose a la carte what kind of games that you like to play. To me now, it's just your the games that are releasing are going to decide which console that you buy. I think I'm in a fortunate enough position that like James and I are going to we're going to get both of them. Um mm-hmm. so it's not really a question I I'm, I'm privileged in that way and don't have to really put too much thought into which one I'm going to get. Um but if I had if I had to choose I think may Oh no, well he would say Psychonauts 2. <laughs> he would say he uh-huh. would say uh, he would say <laughs> Xbox Series X solely because of Psychonauts 2. But maybe I would choose Maybe maybe go PS5. Oh, wow. On it. Um, even though there's stuff on, on Xbox Series X, like, tell me why. Um, I'm yeah. super excited about. Um,
1: You've got a like, PC. You can play yeah, all that stuff on PC. so
2: That's the thing, too. And a game like that probably doesn't require that much processing power that I'm going to need. True. like Even to have the most well, you, souped up PC.
0: You know, I feel like uh, there's someone who disagrees with me, and that's Gabe Newell. Uh, he says the Xbox Series X is better, and when asked why, he said, because it is. Um, well,
1: I mean, from a hardware perspective, is technically matter? correct? Like, it is the <laughs> <most> <laughs> more powerful console, so I guess he's yeah, technically he's think- right.
2: <laughs> he's thinking in ones and zeros. I wonder if also he's thinking of the cross-compatibility with PC, which is his bread and butter, oh, and yeah. he's thinking, oh, well, you know, this is going to bridge the gap for us, but... Uh, t- Actually, I might swing around on the Xbox thing because I'm looking at some of these exclusives that are coming to PS5, and a lot of them are timed. Like Deathloop is timed. Death Ghostwire Tokyo is so cool. Is, it's so what cool. Mean, timed, and, timed exclusive for PS5. So it's going to oh. come to other other platforms. So like Ghostwire Tokyo timed, Godfall timed, uh, Goodbye Volcano High timed. So like there's still you know your Horizon Forbidden West, your Spider-Man Miles Morales, but like. I guess if you know Xbox isn't doing as many timed exclusives, I know I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know guys.
0: Yeah Like I, I, do do either of you have a loyalty that you're swinging, out you know? Well, I just <sighs> bought this new dresser behind me where mm. I have all my consoles and uh, Which is gonna look mm. better, a tower or a spaceship? Well, it's <laughs> so the dimensions of the cubes are 13 inches by 13 inches. And okay. I looked it up. The PS5 is like 14 inches. <gasps> oh, so no. it will not fit in my uh, in my game shelf. So I will be going with the Xbox. <laughs>
2: you're going to have uh, to do
0: You're yeah. going
2: to have to do one of those things like, you know, how in the 1920s or whatever in, in New York, they would build those baskets that hung outside windows. They put put, put babies in.
0: Oh, yeah, <laughs> I can um, do like, that.
2: If, if, yeah, If you just wanted your baby to get some fresh air, you'd put him in the window basket. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, 30, 30 story It's like, you, you should go. make a basket for, that attaches. There
1: you go. And it would have PS much size. better airflow. Exactly. Yeah. Problem solved. I think that's Never what they had feet. in mind when they designed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah, I, I have virtually yeah, no loyalty that. and haven't for a really long time because I have had both my whole life. And again, you're right, at least it's a position of privilege and also a choice. Like, you couldn't. I wouldn't be caught dead buying a $200 dress. I'd be like, yeah, well, same. no God. Oh, uh. but a $500 console is a thing that I know that I'm going to buy every single time. And I'm always going to get both. Um, and I think it really yeah. does depend. Like they really are two companies making two different kinds of games. Uh, of course, the reality is that most gamers spend most of their money on third party games rather than the first party games anyway. Um, but if we're talking about like actual true first party And for games that we can just guess are being in development, I would say I'm more excited about PlayStation exclusives like Miles Morales, like that potentially being another God of War, like that potentially being another Persona or all franchises I really love. Um, But I mean, I'm also really excited about Fable. Um, I love Gears of War. I love Halo. Uh, Despite the naysayers, I'm super excited about Halo Infinite because it looks like OG Halo. So I think I was like, I'm on board. I don't care if it doesn't look next gen, which I also think is a fair criticism. Uh, so I, I, don't know. It's, it's a tough one to say. And I think that like, it's ultimately right. It is, it is just up to whatever you want. It doesn't have to be a war. People don't have to yell at people who want the other one. It's all good.
0: Is Play that war you still even a thing anymore? Like, I feel oh, like yeah. it was. Oh like, yeah. Uh, to me, it, generation it, <laughs> or two ago.
2: it, it feels oh a little bit to me, like the people that still consider it a war, or the, the guy that didn't know that, you know, World War II, the, the guy in the yeah. Japanese jungle that didn't know World War II was over <laughs> and still fighting. Like, that's a little bit what it, it feels like to me. I think
1: from the perspective uh, of these companies, this console will no longer exist because they both have completely different attitudes, which is Microsoft is trying to sell Game Pass, which will tie into xCloud because they're trying to get a huge global market of, like, people who are also on mobiles, which they recognize as the biggest... Uh, global market for gaming, but they're also trying to get people in Africa. It was literally Aaron, the marketing director, was like, "There are so many markets we haven't tapped into." Whereas I feel yeah. like um, PlayStation's approach is to have blockbuster exclusives to get you to buy their hardware, and the hardware is where they lose most of their money. For the record, they make money off of software, so they're trying to get yeah. you to buy the hardware so that you will then buy their subscription service, which is similar PS Now and PS Plus. Um, but also so that you, you know, every third-party game that you buy on their online store digitally they get 30% from. So it's it's just yeah. literally two completely different strategies that I feel like the Console Wars doesn't exist because Xbox isn't trying to sell Xboxes. Because the, the reason you can get every single one of the games on PC is because they aren't trying to make you buy an Xbox if you don't need to. Uh, they are yeah. just trying to get you to buy their games or be a Game Pass subscriber. It doesn't matter to them ultimately if you choose not to buy an Xbox because you already have a PC. That's literally their plan. So if the Console Wars has always been, this is, this is the PS4 sold more than the Xbox One, that doesn't make any sense anymore at all because that's yeah. not Xbox literally aren't playing that game. So it's just, yeah, it, not a thing. That I is think
0: the most that's thoughtful reflected. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Elise.
2: I was gonna say that's the most thoughtful analysis of it I've ever heard.
0: Oh, thank you. <laughs> like it's hundred percent. Kudos sorry, to John. you, Alana. <laughs> oh, thanks, I appreciate it. Um, I think what you said is reflected in the sales estimates because Projections have said that PS Five in the first in the next five years is going to reach 120 million units sold, whereas Xbox Series X is going to be roughly half of that. Yeah, Um, but as you're saying, Microsoft they don't give a fluff.
1: No, I'm sure they want to sell hardware, but that is it is absolutely not their goal to sell more hardware than oh
0: Benson, oh Benson. Hi, buddy. A lot of people were saying that the Xbox Games Showcase was more of an advertisement for Game Pass than it was
1: Yeah, because that's how they're trying to make the money right now. Because, again, the consoles don't make that much money, so they don't need it. Uh, And I feel like that is something that, like, when we've been hardwired to think about consoles for so long, that it's taking the community a little bit of time to catch up on. Is Like, I've seen so many people ask the question of, well, why... Why do I even need to buy an Xbox if these games are on PC? It doesn't make any sense. I'm like, no, that's their point. That is what they are trying to do: is make it so you don't have to buy that thing. If you have a PC, you're not going to have to make a choice between two consoles. They already have access to you because they have a Windows Store. Uh, it's mm-hmm. it's just not that same game anymore. Sorry, I'm still like nervous because I saw Benson, It just like <laughs> gave me butterflies. He's was like, oh, look
4: at him. I haven't seen you in he so would...
2: long. He never wants to spend any time with us, or like. He sorry, not he's to derail you. this. He um because he's old, during the day he just wants to rest and do his thing. Mm. Sometimes in the evenings he'll grace us with his presence. Mm. You know, he'll come sit mm-hmm. with us a little bit in the evening. But sweet old boy. During oh, there he, is. he
0: misses his alone time.
2: Yeah, he likes he likes his alone time. Oh, oh, oh no, gosh. come on. He oh. doesn't nah,
0: there he is. I
2: oh. know. He looks so happy
0: <laughs> to be picked up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: just flailing. Um, um John, how do you think right, well, are you gonna get one of the other?
0: Yeah, whatever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, John, um, no, I, so, I mean, guess, can't can't physically get one.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. I guess. I, I think I'll probably do the same thing that I did the previous generation where I'll get a PS5, like, two or three years from now. Um, and then play all of the exclusives that came out. Like, that's what I did. You know, I bought. I bought a PS4 and then I played Uncharted and God of War and Bloodborne and all those other games.
1: I did that with the Um, PS3 era. I bought the super slim. Um, I did have really? a PS2 and an ex- original Xbox at the same time, but for the most of the 360 cycle, yeah, it was way later that I bought a PS3. And I, it was like actually really cool that you, it's almost like you get a launch library of some of the best games ever all in one sitting that you get to play all at once. There yeah, were like it's ten like of
0: waiting yeah. for a whole season of something to come out and then you just <laughs> yeah. blast through the whole season. Yeah. Like, I didn't and have to wait.
2: PS3 didn't really come into its its own with its titles, I think until the second half of its life cycle really, i always too. think yeah. of that so meme kind of- that
1: that was a picture of a playstation like at a bar and it's ps3 ain't got no game yeah <laughs> <laughs> just always think of that meme because like yeah i mean the 360 had like i keep saying this mass effect and bioshock and even like dead oh, rising yeah. like it just like launched yeah. with crazy games
0: that yeah did, obviously end up yeah yeah playstation as well
2: PS3, it yeah. was like, here's the Gran Turismo prologue. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, what is um, this?
0: Supposedly, I think it was Scott the Waz talked about it in a recent video. Um, the, the PS2 was such a huge success that uh, PlayStation or Sony was kind of uh, had a big head about the PS3. They're like, everyone will develop for the PS3. And so it they made it and it was very hard mm-hmm. to develop for the PS3, whereas the Xbox 360 was like way easier. And also their console was six hundred dollars when it came out. So most both gamers and developers were like, nah, we're good. And they're like, <laughs> wait, what but
1: I think they did the same with the <laughs> Xbox One launch with the worst E3 presentation of all time. Was when they were like, have you heard about the TV shows you can get on your console, kids? And then oh, they were like, DBR. we'll have a camera permanently watching you. Ha-ha. Yeah,
2: <laughs> and I I worked the coverage of that launch in the booth for it. I like went out uh, to Seattle for it. And I think, you know, the, the mood there was kind of like, oh boy, you know, how is this going to go over?
1: Oh, beforehand?
2: Um, well, just as it was happening, because I, I wasn't privileged to like... We did like just tech rehearsals, but they wasn't really covering the content. It was just like, "Walk this person walks out on stage, and let's make it sure it. it works." And but like while it was happening, the, I think the mood was kind of like, "How are people going to take this?"
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Because I feel mm. like the on-site mood was sort of nobody being ex, you know, exquisitely not only myself, really. <laughs> I'm just kind of speaking to myself, being like exquisitely jazzed about it. Um, yeah, it was I, so weird. Like.
1: It was a weird attempt that that came from a place of ego, even though the PS3 did end up selling more in the end. Uh, Yeah, and it was so... Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, no, no. No, I'm so sorry. No, I'm sorry because I think although this has been an insightful conversation, it's time to hear from one of our sponsors. As we slowly adjust to the new normal, we need to be smart about how we do business. Luckily their stamps.com to make things easier thousands of small business owners have discovered the benefits of stamps.com in the recent months they've been able to keep their businesses running and avoid the crowds at the post office all from their own computers and so can you now hopefully you're staying home and staying safe stamps.com brings all the mailing and shipping services you need right to your computer whether you're a small business sending invoices, an online seller shipping out products, or just working from home and need to mail stuff, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. Not only is it convenient, but Stamps.com will get you great discounts too. Five cents off every stamp and up to 62% off USPS and UPS shipping rates. At Funhouse, I'm always looking for ways to shave off even seconds from my workflow because I know that the time saved will eventually add up to be tremendous. Now, just the same five cents off every stamp will add up to huge savings over time. Right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. All you got to do is go to stamps.com Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in dude. D U D E dude. That's stamps.com and enter dude. Yeah. Um, sorry, it, it, we're, so oh sorry. It had to happen. No,
2: I'm yeah, sorry. Sorry. Alana, um, you were saying I think
1: and then I don't even remember what I was going to say anymore, so. Oh, uh,
0: <laughs> <boom. Yes. laughs> All right, we're back and guess what? The future is out, the present is in. It's time for a new segment. Hold on, I just gotta click this thing. It's time for a new segment that I like to call Exqueeze Me! Exqueeze Me! Did y'all hear that? Yeah, very nice. Thank you. I prepared I that. Very good. Wait, yeah, you heard like the me. intro? You heard it? Yes, we heard it. Okay. okay. I, Do you
2: want hear it didn't, again? I didn't hear it, actually. Exqueeze Me! Sorry. Can you
0: say that again? Okay. Ex-squeeze me? Is that you or Jacob? Did you hear it that time? It's you, I think. Are you pulling my chain? I heard Elise? it. Elise? <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, this is weird news that makes you say... Oh. Ex-squeeze me? Very good. Um, Yep. First (laughs) off, Alana knows what I'm talking about. Big Bird Kevin banned over bad behavior at Queensland Pub. That's right. And Emu, who's known for being a regular, uh, you know, one of those daily, you know, those people that go to the same bar every day in and out Mm -hmm. and they're just hanging out. You you know, you always see him. Kevin uh
1: not big kev mate.
0: goes yeah oh big shiver big me cameras bloody hell you know he got really rowdy <laughs> um and he's been banned <laughs> uh so that's where was the pub
1: whereabouts in queensland that's where i'm from born there uh
0: it's uh near uh,
1: the,
2: the Yur- yuraka, hotel. yuraka hotel township of yuraka yeah he Is taught himself thing. to climb
0: the stairs. You're he started on. rummaging through bins, stealing food, and pilfering patrons' car keys. <sighs> he actually good. was involved in uh, a high speed chase because um, <laughs> he was driving one of the cars, mm. and the police chased him. Yeah. Here's
2: my here's my question. So there was a time when Kevin the Emu was a regular. Mm-hmm. That it was accepted. you know he had to have been going to this pub for a substantial amount of time to be considered that. Yeah. What happened? That caused this change in his behavior.
0: He fell. He dropped out of college. Too much sugar. And then from that point, everything just went down. He got
1: mixed with a bad crowd.
0: Yeah. Started doing Some tricks. bad birds.
1: Yeah, just some bad birds. are um, is known, not that far yeah. from from uh, where I am from, actually.
0: Oh, really? It turns out. Yeah. Oh, are you familiar? Are Are you? F- you ever like uh, rub beaks with <laughs> with Big Bird?
1: Sadly, no. Um, I kind of want to look. That's up, a bummer. See if I can find more in- information about Yuraka. but it mm-hmm. seems like it's like it's kind of in the middle of nowhere, honestly. But not that far away. I could check in next time I go home. Give you guys a, a live Kev update. See how he's doing out Please
0: there. Please do. Yeah,
1: I'll let I you would know. love
0: that. I would really <laughs> appreciate that. Um. Anyways, did that make y'all say? Excuse me? Did
1: it? I mean, pretty no. much. I had questions. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> oh, it didn't?
2: <laughs> yeah, we want we want you to give us something that's really going to make us say it.
0: Say, okay. Say what? How about this? <laughs> say what, Elise? Space Force has Space Horse. Say what? I don't even know.
1: Exqu- Did you hear it? No, you didn't play it that
0: time. Space Ex- Force
2: has oh, Space that? Horse. Okay. That's right. Make, okay. us, make us
0: say, excuse me. <laughs> That's not the way... That's not the phrase, Elise. That's what I heard in the clip. I know you're patronizing me. Saddle up for a ride through the cosmos. Space Force has horses, (laughs) as reported by Observation Post. Um, That's right. Why? Uh, (laughs) But why? It's like they have... um, they have, like, a their base is in the desert or something. I don't even know. It was, they tried to explain it, and it was like, okay, guys, you just like horses.
1: It sounds like it's um, maybe only one horse.
0: It is one horse. His name is Ghost, and they're shooting him into space on Tuesday. The,
1: what? Are what? you serious? Um, well, now I'm very yeah. much exqueeze me. We went from what? He's going to gonna live on the
0: moon. Me. Mm-hmm. Well, that's Wait, are you
1: making
2: true. this part
0: up? That part nope. I, are you making He's going to the moon.
2: I don't believe uh, it? I, I'm not seeing this in the article. <laughs> I don't think that's
0: true. I think y'all oh, are. Are you not? No.
1: I'm not I seeing I believed that in you in so far. As- Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, I believe you in. So- I believed you when you said that they were shooting them into space because I was like, I don't know. They do crazy shit. You're throwing animals into space these days. Elon with his car yeah. in the sky and stuff. Um, but now that I think about it, that that I don't. What would the benefits be?
2: It says here that his tasks will range from conservation efforts to the enforcement of hunting and fishing laws.
1: Mm. Yeah,
0: he's really cracking down on those poachers. Yeah, gotta make that happen. <sighs> Good. Stop. Senior... In the name of
1: Space Force. <laughs> Senior M and Michael Terrazas said before this program, I had never ridden a horse before. But I came in every day and rode and volunteered.
2: Oh, that's so sweet. I, I guess here it makes sense because he he also said we were we are able to go through creeks and water with the horses, high hills that we wouldn't be able to get through with off road vehicles. There are places we've gone where the water is so deep that my boots are wet while on horseback, the horse can walk without problems.
1: I love the idea that this interview okay. with someone going. So what exactly are you going to do with the horse? And they're like, well, yeah. well, we're gonna ride it uh, in the wilderness. Okay, can you elaborate on that exactly? They're like, just it's literally just horse stuff. Why isn't yeah, it
0: that yeah, It's a horse. <laughs> excuse though. me, Airman Michael. You ever heard of a dirt bike?
1: <laughs> they can go through <laughs> lakes just fine. Yeah. Mm.
0: Um, anyways, I I just love the phrase "space horse has" or "space force has space horse." Very good. Very good. I guess it is a bit more grounded, but
2: yeah. Here's another you tried, one. You tried to get us to say it. What I'm not uh-huh. gonna the words I'm not gonna say because I tried, it, right, but excuse me. Yeah, you tried mm-hmm. to get us to say that by lying to us, deceiving us.
0: Okay. Well That's I actually didn't to uh, do it. Yeah. Here's the next one. And I hope I hope y'all have more uh a more of an open mind for this one. Cartwheeling man attempts to evade arrest. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> in in Orlando, Florida. Oh my
1: god, of course it's Florida.
0: A, a 40-year-old man was filmed doing gymnastics. When the police showed up, uh, and instead of cooperating, he cartwheeled away. Um, dot da- evading police for more than an hour, <laughs> doing <he> backflips, <laughs> parkouring oh off of walls. He did that one thing where he <laughs> like donkey jumps over a car. Mm. Um, that's a
1: that's a, a real a triple Mario
0: where you go whoop. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, he did. He did all three. Um,
0: he actually his efforts. Uh, after he serves his time, uh, he's been selected to participate in the Olympics when they come back.
2: No, you're like, yeah, you That's made that. a lie.
1: That's a lie. Is that no, what the excuse me is true. that we have to figure out what the lie is? This man is almost definitely drunk, but his acrobatics are still very clean. He's quite yes. fabulous, actually.
0: He is very fabulous. And that's what oh, the CEO of the United States Division of the Olympics also said. That's a lie. It's not a lie.
1: Oh, oh, he said it's not a lie, so it must not be. Oh, I believe it.
2: <laughs> I just can't believe he did it for an hour. Yeah,
0: yeah in Florida. It's crazy. hot
1: out there, man. It's humid. It get sweaty.
0: It's commitment. He also did, um, at one point, he stole someone's skateboard, and he did a 1080 on a half pipe. That's
1: a lot. Is this what this is? is-
0: <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Anyways, that'll do it for <sighs> my new favorite segment. Excuse me. Brilliant. Um, and now. A word from our sponsors.
3: This episode of Dude Soup is brought to you by Box of Awesome with Bespoke Post. If your mailbox is anything like mine, 90% of the time, it's a fairly depressing place. It's got a lot of political flyers, utility bills, a ton of coupons that I'm never going to use. But once a month, I do have something to look forward to, and that's my Box of Awesome from Bespoke Post. I've talked about it in the past, but the sharpest knife... I've ever seen in my entire life, including visiting museums (laughs) is from Bespoke Post. I got a very, very sharp nigiri knife uh, in a box a couple months back, and I use it for I love to cook here, so I use it for all my cooking at home, and I didn't realize how much easier that process could be and kind of cooler that process could be until I got my box of awesome. Now, this is just my story, but Bespoke Post sends guys only the best stuff every month. And no matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered from style and grooming goods to barware, cooking tools like my knife, and outdoor gear, Box of Awesome has carefully built collections for every part of your awesome life. I was literally just on the website kind of seeing what was going to be coming down the pipe potentially. There's a really nice duffel bag. Um, there's a bar mixing kit, but the thing that I think I've got my eye on is this pancake skillet. It comes with all the mix and everything, but then even when you use the mix, you have this really amazing skillet left over. I would recommend going to the website and checking out um what they have to offer. But if it feels a little intimidating, don't worry because you can get started just by taking a quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them pick the right box of awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up, or you can skip a month. You can also cancel any time. Each box costs only $45, but it has over $70 worth of gear inside. If that doesn't sound like good enough of a deal for you, you get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and use the code DUDE at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com code dude for 20% off your first box.
2: Can I All give right, you y'all. a rec- can, uh-huh. can I give you a recommendation for Exqueeze Me? Sure. It's I guess it's kind of just the show chump on Rooster Teeth, but that you you give a, you would give us the contestants three news stories, three mm. outlandish news stories, and we have to guess which one is the Exqueze Me.
0: Mm. Oh, I see. Well, those were all true, and none of the none of the facts were made up. So it's a completely different show. Got it? Show. Yeah. Got it? Yeah. Um, well, I'm saying everything can... I said was the truth. It's a bit I of saw. a
1: hard netting. You did you did a little bit seemed... of a hard
0: netting there. Yeah,
2: and mm-hmm. it seems like you really enjoyed the lie part.
0: I wasn't lying. <laughs> <laughs> Prove that I was lying. I mean, you're right. I can't. There's no you can't source. Do it.
2: Yeah. There's no source for half the things you said.
0: Anyways, we have a few minutes left. Mm-hmm. By a few minutes, I mean probably about 10 minutes. Um, so what I wanted to do was just have a casual chit-chat with y'all. My southern voice is back. Oh, no. Oh, Narrative God. loop. Start it. End with it. Who is this? Um, it's like in a movie when suddenly they're at the same location that the movie started, and you're like, well, guess this is the end. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, what have y'all been doing? What have y'all been playing? What have y'all been watching? At least I know you have been playing Origami Queen. What is it?
2: Paper Mario and the Origami King.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, and Alana, you've been playing Ghost of Sashimi. What, yeah. what was
1: it? Ghost of Sashimi. I think I'm gonna go for the platinum.
0: Oh yeah. Hmm.
1: Oh really? Yeah, that's what I've been doing. Doing all the side quests, petting foxes, chasing birds. Uh, it just feels like a really good time to try to go for a platinum of a game. Um, Mm Because it's like, you know, I have to stay indoors even though it's goddamn beautiful outside. and It's a big game, so that's what I've been doing and I'm having a great time. But I am curious about uh, Origami King, Elise. I have never played uh, Paper Mario.
2: I don't think it's... I wouldn't consider it maybe the best Paper Mario. I love Thousand Year Door on the GameCube. I think it's like an incredible game. Mm -hmm. This one is definitely... Uh, head and shoulders above sticker star which came out on the Wii or Wii U um, the story and the humor and the writing and the puzzles are so solid and so fun and so charming and wondrous and I'm really enjoying playing it there are moments where I have like an emotional reaction or I laugh out loud um, but I do feel like I'm just slugging through combat mm. or I'm avoiding combat um, and Com, you know, comparing it back to a Thousand Year Door where you would get into combat situations and it felt like the order that you, you know, lined up your enemies or uh, the way that you used your items actually mattered. That doesn't really feel like it has meaning in this game, but I would still, especially because it's on the Switch, so it's a really easy, like, pick it up, put it down, mm-hmm. um, start and stop, kind of, like, take it. Not that we're all going much of anywhere, but, For, you know, you want to take it from, from your, my couch to my bed. Yeah, basically, um, <laughs> it's really great in that regard. You know, I can I feel like I can pick it up for five minutes, play a little, put it down, and and it's just a charming time. And thirty years from now, who knows what details we'll find out mm. about this oh, game? Oh, true, very hidden. true. Mm. Uh, it looks I, really, I am pretty. really loving it. It's beautiful, and like I'll be really sad when it when I'm done. Uh, but so yeah, I guess I guess if you guys are like in that phase ever where you're looking for a new Switch game, totally should get it. I, I, how do you all feel about the animal crossing announcement this morning of like the dreams? uh,
0: The picture I saw looked cool, but I have not, I have not touched animal crossing since we filmed the game show. Yeah. I I I died off
1: pretty quick too, but I still pick it up occasionally. uh, It adds dreams, fireworks and island backups. Interesting. So like
2: there, there's like new fireworks displays. And then I haven't, I haven't played animal crossing in like two months, but there's a cloud save I guess so like you can back up your island so if you lose your switch you know you're not that's great
0: Nintendo's so Uh, bad about that stuff yeah I deleted mine like a week ago oh really (laughs) yeah
2: oh my gosh you did so much you did the whole canal thing yep oh my god I will never delete mine
0: it's all gone no it's like when uh, it's like when those monks build those sand sculptures and then when they're done they just blow them away yeah that's what I did did it feel good oh my gosh no, I was devastated. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. No. <laughs> no, 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 it was fine. I feel like I <laughs> accomplished all I could. So,
1: so the uh oh, dreaming was in the dream Oh no, sorry, it was it says returning. Um I did play New Leaf, but I weirdly like don't remember that game that well.
2: Same, and I was not as into it like this cuz I think in New Leaf it was all about like you were trying to collect paintings, right? Was like the what? big thing. All I remember is meetings? I'd
1: like go to the separate beach sometimes. Somebody gave me a million bells or oh, turnips.
0: for um, Yeah, the bells. I just remember point. catching gold beetles. Oh
2: yeah. yeah, I remember just being really into it, really aggressively into it for a very short amount of time. Yeah, yeah. And then, and I, then at the time,
0: out. yeah, I didn't know anyone else that had a 3ds, so there was none. Oh, there man. wasn't that social aspect for me. Yeah, I guess with the draining, telling y'all before I was at Funhouse, I was the sole gamer in my life. <laughs> mm, real minority
1: you're lucky we hired you yeah
2: <laughs> it was you and then 50 percent of women playing mobile games <laughs> uh, that was that was those were the statistics
1: that was it <laughs> um,
2: I, I guess it's uh, a dreaming you you dreaming thing so like so that
1: what is that when you get in a bed you'll be greeted by luna luna offers visits to yeah, other islands as a dream a and with nap. the help you can share your island as a dream with others too that's actually pretty cool it's a cool system
2: yeah, I guess it sounds like if you want to go and fuck around in your friend's island, nothing, there's no ramifications of it. hmm Which for me, I don't play Animal Crossing, so I can just go into someone's island and do willy-nilly. Mm. I play it for, like, structure. Let's make this design happen. Yeah. Like,
1: mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't want to, like, break other fun. people's stuff either. I never want to do that. So, yeah, it says nothing is permanent because nothing you do is saved, so explore to your heart's content. That's cool.
0: So you can just was lay a li- waste to islands? Sounds fun, N- Nintendo.
1: <laughs> I guess, yeah. Or not, because it doesn't matter. Um, um, yeah, I guess in New York could tell buy y'all. the Dream Suite. Sorry, go ahead.
0: No, no, no. I, I mean, keep going. I was going to change the subject.
1: Go, did you change the su- I was just reading. Go for it.
0: I want to tell y'all about a show from 2011. Okay? okay. <laughs> yeah, go on. Can you hear me? (laughs) Yeah,
1: continue. What is it? You didn't seem very intrigued. I'm not. Is it Alias? Um,
0: No, it's not Alias. (laughs) That's from much earlier. Okay. Uh, It's called The Bridge, and it takes place in both Denmark and Sweden. Yeah, isn't it
2: like a magic bridge?
0: What? No? Or
2: don't they cross it and then there's trapped on the other side? Are we thinking of two different shows?
0: I think you're thinking of Bridge to Terabithia.
2: No. (laughs) <laughs>
0: uh, no, this is a crime, kind of one of those genius criminal is leading the cops along
1: uh, type a, a show. A death note in situation.
0: Death note situation, yeah, because the, one of the lead investigators is, um, they never state it specifically, but she is, like, a high-functioning... Cute anime girl. Uh, ...person with autism. Oh. Um, yeah, cute anime girl. Um... <laughs>
2: So I almost watched this show because it has Diane Kruger in it and I love her.
0: Oh yeah, wait, who's that?
2: I think she's she's the blonde. She's just so like classically, she's like one of the those actresses that has that like classic ho- old Hollywood beauty.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, so there's been a number of remakes of it. Are you is the, is she an oh, English
2: actor? Yes. Well, she's technically okay. German.
0: Yeah, they, they remade it in English. This is the... I'm watching the oh. original one. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, from 2011. Um, pretty pretty fun, pretty cool. It does, because it is from 2011, it does kind of have that, like, it's still television. Like, I don't know. I, like, y'all remember, like, before... Like, I feel like Breaking Bad and Mad Men, they kind of elevated television to a new kind of standard. When was Breaking and Bad season And before that... What? That was two thousand nine, I think. But like, it took a while mm. for everyone else to kind of catch up. And like now, most television is kind of it's they're you know they're almost like long movies. Like you know, cinematically they're wonderful and everything like that. Um, so the bridge still kind of suffers from that. Like uh, no spoiler. Well, I guess it this is not connected to anything. But at one point, uh, there's someone who's dying, drawing a picture, and then they die. While drawing the picture, and then so they have an incomplete picture of the killer. <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> I hate that. It's always in um, video games where, like, there's a note discovered, and it's like half, like, the final thing just, someone did was write down yeah. ate for breakfast. Yeah. Um, and you're like, well, um, John,
1: why are you watching this show? I just looked on IMDb, and it's not even in the top 50 shows that came out in 2011.
0: Because, well, that's because Denmark and Sweden have small populations, and they don't use IMDb. They Is it use, because you, um, the other one,
2: I am D sweet is it because you f- you finished dark and then you were like, I need something like this to
0: watch. <laughs> yep, that's ex- That's actually, I was like, I need something that's European and grim for me to watch. That's fair, and that's what I did.
1: Uh, apparently, um, Game of Thrones I s- started in I highly
0: suggest it. What did Game of Thrones?
1: Oh, yeah, Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Uh, what platform are you watching on? Where can you watch it? Is my question.
0: It's on uh, YouTube.
1: Oh, I'm familiar with that.
0: You can you can buy it. You can buy it on YouTube.
1: Got it. Yep. So you bought it.
0: Yeah, I bought I bought the episodes on YouTube. That's right. Bought
1: them on YouTube. Okay, nothing. Okay, he he definitely did. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Excuse me. I saw Thirteen Ghosts for the first time. I oh really? I thought that movie was super fun.
2: It's great because it like it's made by the same company that did House on Haunted Hill, which I've I always loved uh you know on VHS a million years ago uh I've seen a billion times but it like it's so the same formula Mm -hmm. and it's such an era an era of like you know late 90s early 2000 horror that's just so cheesy and, and great and I then after I was like okay well there are all these ghosts these 13 ghosts and James was like well you know the the DVD special edition or whatever had a like BTS, where you could go and read about the backstory of all the ghosts. And I was like, what? what? <laughs> that's, that's like the, that's the cool stuff they didn't actually put in the movie. And so then, of course, I yeah. went and like read about all the ghosts. The, ghost
1: star, the firstborn son, the torso. I remember the torso, the withered lover, the angry princess, the great child. They really, one of them's just called the hammer.
2: <laughs> yeah. So st- it's like, where? And like, they appear in the movie with no semblance of this backstory. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The juggernaut the, as well, the, far as break my heart The
0: director's cut was 6 hours long and it you know <laughs> tells the <laughs> backstory Each individual driver. backstory But at least yeah, at least you know what I always say. I've said this many times and I'll say it again. Anything with it's Matthew Lillard, Sma- Lillard is going to be a, smash, be a hit. smash hit. hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you do always
2: say that.
1: Yep. Yeah.
2: I will uh, I will agree like Matthew Lillard underrated.
0: True. Yeah. Tony Shalhoub though. All-star. Oh.
1: Mm-hmm. What else is Matthew
2: Lillard? He's
0: also in. in it. I've never seen 13 Ghosts, but I am please. looking oh, at the Google please, entry.
1: Please
2: watch Scrum. it. Matthew Lillard too. uh is in Scream. Yeah. He's like Oh yeah. Kind of he's in Shaggy, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shaggy. Um, shaggy. Shaggy. Shaggy Tudo. Oh, the descendants, I think Yeah, he's he is.
0: Uh he's
1: in plenty of scooby.
0: She's all that. Without Can a he... paddle.
1: Hackers.
2: There was something he was in recently to a series, like an HBO series or something.
1: Mm, moving on up, oh, look at really? you go! What was it, Matthew? Television. Go Matthew! He was go in Matthew. whatever Boskins is. Teen Titans Go! Oh, he's still the Shaggy. I guess there's are he's thinking of Elise? There's a a Teen Titans Go Scooby Doo crossover. What? Oh, That's oh, really? So cool! Damn. What? Yeah. He is in All right. a few video games. There you go. A lot of Scooby Doo for this dude. Just a lot of, lot of Shaggy. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I feel like when I was like really little, the coolest crossover was, you know, the Jetsons and Scooby, or the Jetsons and the Flintstones
1: mm-hmm. are,
2: are together. <laughs> or like it was, you know, the Simpsons crossing over with something.
0: Yeah. Um, well, uh, just like Scooby Doo. It's time for us to our way out of here. That's right. The uh, dude soup is coming to an end. It was very good. Um, I want to thank. Oops. Sorry. <laughs> I want to thank y'all for joining me. Thank you so much. I had a great time. Always happy to hang out with y'all Um, and chat it up. Chat it thank, up.
2: Thank y'all, John.
0: Thank y'all. Hey, hey, for sure. Oh, and by the way, remember. Excuse me? All right, y'all. Have a good rest of the week, and we'll see you next week Bye. on Dude Soup.
2: Bye.